Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, guys, welcome back to episode 23 of the Canon Podcast, the second one in a week. And this time the trio is reunited. George and Alex are with me today. And we've got a lot to break down, a lot to talk about from the Brentford breakdown to Mill Smith Rowe, Reese Nelson, Kivio, and Tomiyasu. Victor Ossiman, something's happening behind the scenes in terms of post deleted and you know potential rumours. They will talk about that as well. Our journey priorities and transfers. How can we maximise Kai Havertz this season? City and Liverpool as title contenders. And of course, the Bournemouth game as well. So, my friends, let's start off straight with that Brentford game. George, you're back. Talk to me, bro. What did you learn from that game? It was a 1-0 victory. Nelson scoring the only goal. Who, who was your standout player? Um, I, I think Reese Nelson has to be the standout player um, in terms of the performances. I think he was phenomenal. I think looking back, uh, kind of made a little post on Twitter, he deserves a little conversation, maybe a little bit down the line in terms of what is he to the squad because... He's been bubbling for a while now, and I think these consistent performances in terms of both his output but his aggression in his actions have been longer than just one or two games that you just take note. I think this is who he is now, and it's really quite exciting. I think he's become really a technical reference um, for the team in tight spaces. He's becoming a solution, and on a team that I think was a quote-unquote fringe or B team that we faced Brentford with, he struck as one of the leaders technically on the pitch, and I think that... He solved a lot of problems um, in tricky situations. He was just a complete vision of what, you know, Arsene Wenger famously called technical empathy, which was essentially how a pass is received. And, you know, he always knows whether or not to put zip on the pass, whether to maybe add a little bit of tempo, whether to put it on your strong foot, whether to, um, when he is wriggling out of a tight situation, when to recycle, when to be vertical. He's making the right decisions with the ball. And I think that, He's now adding consistent output. It seems as though every time that he's on a little bit of a cameo appearance, he's sitting there contributing with an assist or a goal. And I just think that he's probably one that you're going to be looking at from the performance that is really, really strong. Uh, mm. I'll give it to other people, but I think, you know, Emile Smith-Rowe, we're going to have to talk about the central access of that game. Oh. I think it was... Um, Would it be maybe the central running power, George? I was going to say that. Central It's coming to the conversation. <laughs> Uh, I will leave that to you guys and the bingo in the comments. But um, I, I think that this game showed a level of central access that we haven't seen. 
uh, pretty much all season, bar maybe PSV. And so that was good to see. Let's We have to tease out why. Um, and I think there's some interesting numbers that say that it came a lot through the right. So, I mean, X plus Y equals Z um, in a sense. And uh, and I think he's a big part of it. But also Tommy Asu with an interesting performance at center back as well. Um, and in general, Jorginho um, and Jakub Kivior, I think, were two players that um, were part of the fringe that came out quite strong. I think Jorginho actually started the game really shakily. Um, nervous couple passes, but then took control of the game. And I think towards the second half, this turned into a fight. And I think that um, we need to maybe talk about Brentford's atmosphere and their home record because they are a very strong home team. And I think last season, they took a lot of points off the top six. So I don't think that this was a case of Arsenal letting their foot off the gas as much as maybe Thomas Frank getting into them because this was a first choice kind of Brentford team that I think mm-hmm. for a B team did quite well to to do to do to have a very good first half and a good well-fought second half. We obviously sacrificed possession, we sacrificed momentum in the second half, but in general, I felt like it was a good game and we gave an academy debut, which is something that I've been or we all have been yelling about on this channel for so long um in Charles Sejo Jr. Yeah, I think it was a, a surprise seeing Sergio Junior. Uh, I think Mikel's comments before the games was, I saw something in his eyes, um, and and he decided there and there. So I don't know what he didn't see in Wanyeri's eyes and Solis's eyes, but they didn't see the thing in it. But more importantly, in terms of Reese Nelson, um, I think we should have a conversation about Reese Nelson, like more as a broader perspective of what can he offer Arsenal going into the future. You know, often I think Nelson gets put into the category of oh, he's just, he's just a beating player, like he he won't ever break into the first team. So Alex, looking at Nelson's development over the past year, do you see a player now? that can actually push Gabriel Martinelli and maybe even start some games going into the future because the fact that Martinelli was out and Trossel was out for the game against Spurs and Arteta started Jesus out wide instead of Nelson, it's not the best thing in terms of if you're talking about natural wide forwards, but of course Mikel would have had his reasons. So in terms of Nelson now going into the future, this next game against Bournemouth, surely he starts. Yeah. Well, I I, I think it's certainly a conversation to be had. Look, this this conversation with Reese Nelson and Arteta goes back beyond the last couple of years, even the last couple mm-hmm. of seasons. It goes back to the, his first game. He started his first game for Arteta. I, and I think, I'm one of you will probably correct me if I'm wrong or someone in the comments will definitely correct me. I think Arteta coached him under 15s or something like that. Yeah. Like when he was at the club, something, yeah. So the, this story and with Eddie, et cetera, et cetera, they've had a long connection. So I think what's happened with Reese is something switched. I don't know what it is. There's a There was a moment yesterday where we were in a bit of trouble and he sort of raced across, got his body in front of, uh, it could have been Pinnock or someone like that. Or it was right in front of me. It was. I was literally yeah, in the yeah. corner. Oh, really? Right yeah. in front of me, yeah. Well, you saw it. You saw there's, there's just this this level of energy, a, le- a level it's of a... dog. He's got that dog in him. It's it's incredible. And a couple of years ago, I felt like that had sort of gone, maybe with, you know, combination of injuries, maturing, going out on loan, all these sorts of things. But I think something mentally has switched, and I love it. I love it. And I really think he's... I think he's sort of given himself the target of going, I'm signing this new contract and I believe I can get in this team. And I think Arteta believes he can get in this team. I really mm-hmm. do. I really do. I, th- I think Reese absolutely has the capacity. It's just about the pathway. Someone asked the question the other day, who's the next player who's going to be Zinchenko, uh, sorry, Ramsdale or Tierney or whatever? Like who's the next player who's going to be not necessarily taken out of the team permanently, but it's going to be maybe from that sort of obvious first 11 is going to be taken out. I said, taking in all everything into account, I know George disagrees with me, but taking everything into account, if you look at the Mudrick interest, let's not forget only nine months ago, if you look at the Trossard signing, if you look at um, the way I think Mikel wants to evolve his attack, 
would I be absolutely surprised if over the next the rest of the season and, and the season after Martinelli doesn't start every single game? No. I think Martinelli is going to see his place certainly challenged. I really do. Either by a signing or by something else. And I think that something else could be Reese because I, I I love him. I love the profile. I love I love his verticality. And the one thing the one the one big difference for me with Reese and, and Martinelli Martinelli loves accessing the box by the byline. He loves coming in and almost almost going around the back of defences. Reese loves coming in early and driving at defences. Just from a sort of uh, fan perspective, I find that more exciting to watch. But also yeah. from a coaching perspective, there may be more interest. Let's say if there's a more of a habits, you know, overlap. You know, if, if those dynamics can work better with a more sort of inward, let's say, left winger than a, than a, than a more sort of lane five going around the back with left winger. That might work better in certain games. So I I I really really rate Reese, and I if we're sat here in three months saying Reese Nelson started the last five games, what's happening to Martinelli? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think his profile is actually almost perfect for what Arteta wants. Whatever I'm saying, I think when he came through at Arsenal initially, him and Sancho were obviously on par in terms of hype right at the start, yep. and Sancho went to Dortmund and you know flew away. But I think the coaches were saying that he had better potential. Sancho, and let's not forget pre Man United Sancho, pre you know the United effect Sancho. Sancho was rated as one of the best young wide forwards in the world, yep. and even then they thought Nelson was more talented, and you could see it. He's got a burst of pace, which Sancho I don't think has. His dribbling is very secure, and I think you're right in saying it's a switching mentality. He knows now that if you want to break into the Arsenal team and play for Arsenal, I've got to do something. Yep. I've got to make something happen. I think when he came through at Arsenal right at the start, when he was playing wing back days for Arsene Wenger very passive and I get it you were a young yeah. player at the time now he's starting to realise I'm 23 years of age my time is coming and if I can do the right things Mikel will treat me with more starts as well and then you know he, he's getting goals as well now he got a goal in that game I, there I, I honestly think he's relishing that feeling of of having to prove himself yeah not from a level of like I've got to prove myself constantly every day but going no no I believe in myself and now I've got to show the world and I think he's loving that challenge that, that's the sense I get mentally something's changed yeah, I think we can go on. He, he, okay, for me, I think the biggest thing when when you look at maybe a quote unquote child or a youth player going into the adult game, one of the biggest things is accepting a superstar status to being one of many players that can do what you're doing. That's one of the biggest kind of um, struggles that mentally a lot of players go through. Like Reese, let's not have it. He was a superstar in his own right. It wasn't just with Sancho and, and you know that point that you're talking about, Babs. It's really the running power. That's the separator between him and Sancho, right? Get because, it, George. Bingo. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's that ability to create separation. You know, Sancho, for all his technical brilliance in terms of making the right decision in tight spaces and also for his brilliance in terms of both feet making the right pass and his creative passing ranges, he's unable to create separation physically. And that has been always one of the biggest issues. And I think when he was at Dortmund, he had the space to basically unlock that. But while in the Premier League, a big reason why you don't see Sancho thriving is because he lacks that pace in creating separation from his marker. Reese has that. So I think from a potential perspective, coaches always saw that was the one benefit. You never lost the quick feet in tight spaces, but you still had the physicality. One thing that he has done is he has grown. And I know that's simple analysis, but I find him sturdier. I find him more aggressive. There was a period of, of play where I think Ramsdale goes long and he's holding off his center back marker brilliantly. And I thought, is that Eddie? No, that's Reese. And, you know, there there is an adult frame there that is very, very exciting. Um, I'm not quite on the train of him replacing Martinelli, but I'm totally on the train of him providing competition. And more than just B minutes. Like, I've really got this idea that I think 
we have to trust the squad as much as Mikel is saying to trust the squad right now. And I think that he was hard done by not to start for the Derby, I'll be honest. And I think that going now into Bournemouth, if he was to get one or two Premier League performances, the, the, the confidence that it would take for him would be immense. And, and I think you need to reward good performances when they come like that. Um, and who knows what his potential is, because I think you're talking about a player that has a different profile to Martinelli, um, that can offer you something different, but equally as potent. And I think that it depends on kind of the game that you want. And we've talked about there's David Raya games and we've talked about there's Aaron yeah. Ramsdale games. There's going to be Reese Nelson games and there's going to be Martinelli games. Um, and there's going to be times when a coach will want maybe a more ball to feet option down the left. There's going to be a time when we want somebody that's a little bit more touchline able to run in behind spaces. I think he's finally offering you a viable option with consistent output. That's always been the thing. Reese has shown flashes. He's showing performances now. 100%. And I think we'll talk about Smith Rowe in a second because I'm sure George wants to rave about the central running power there. But Takahiro Tomiyasu starting as a central centre back, that was very impressive. And I, I, Alex, I don't know what you made of the performance there, but I was surprised by how composed he was on the ball. I'm not really surprised, but I was like, okay, look, this guy's actually playing to a very high standard to a point where he won't ever start with Saliba. But if we need a, a right centre back cover if we go before we go and sign someone, I think Tomiyasu showing to me that. He's got all the ability to play so, and I think he was it almost suited him more physically as well, playing as a centre back rather than playing as a full back like Ben White. What do you think? Yeah, well, obviously you're at the game, so you you saw it sort of physically. I think it does suit him more, and I I wonder whether you also noticed how many passes he was taking just straight on his left. Yeah, he's he's so confident on his on both feet. Like I've, I've it's really uncommon to see someone of that kind of talent profile to be so confident on both feet. It's 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 amazing and. Credit to him. Look, he, he's a weapon. And, and again, we he's the perfect player in the squad era. Tommy Asu, probably, if we were 10 years ago, might see his game time limited. But this guy is going to play so, so, so many minutes. And the same as Reese is going to provide a different option. You know, there is absolutely no shame in being at Arsenal Football Club and maybe not being that first, like those first five names, let's say, you know, Saliba, Saka... Um, Erdegaard and Jesus maybe or whatever it is or Martinelli whatever whoever you believe those first four or five are there is absolutely no shame in just being in that first 15 and being able to play right back right centre back we know he can play left centre back even though we, I don't I don't think we've seen it for Arsenal um, and play left back as well but to be honest I don't know if this is where you wanted to go but I thought our, our whole back line yesterday was so impressive mm-hmm. I had an issue with the way we managed the game partly because I think that's just on my mind from the Spurs game and I was a little bit disappointed with how he managed the game but defensively, Gabriel was terrific. Kivior was terrific. Tomiyasu was ter- terrific. And also, it's not only they were terrific in their in their chosen area. They were terrific once they were asked to move around as well. It's the variability within game. Um, there was another gentleman who came on the pitch at the end that I won't mention, um, who who maybe doesn't fit in that category. But um, <laughs> but I thought you know the, the defenders who started the game were were really really strong. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think Gabriel. Away from home, I don't know what this guy does, but he's immense. He's so strong. I, the amount of times I think it was Obuemo trying to run him behind and he just put him out of the way and it was like so easy for him. And I'm like, you're a physical monster and then you've got Saliba next to you when he's fit and available and he's starting his role. Like, yeah. We've got two top centre-backs that are almost perfect for these away games. And I'm not really surprised to hear that Arsenal have not conceded a single away goal so far this season. I mean, that's yeah. very impressive. Going to Brentford, going to Palace, Everton... Mm. And not conceding a single away goal. We've got some top centre backs there, and to have Tommy Asu as a backup 
option. It's, mm. it is, it is depth in there. And the fact that, I think we mentioned it right at the start that, you know, this was Brentford's like almost 18. And we had some B-team players. Not all B-team players, but some B-team players. But it's how far the squad has come that we can start these players now and still go and to, to Brentford and go and beat their team. And even if it was towards the end of it, lucky and some good saves, we went out there, we fought out, and we got the win. Um, I think, let's let's move on now to uh, a bit of transfer saga happening. I know the window's closed, but sagas keep happening. It never ends. It, it never, never ends, ends, Babs. Yeah, Fabrizio Romano is, he's licking it around. Your YouTube he, thumbnails have got to be fed. <laughs> you've got to be fed. You've got to be fed. So uh, Victor, Victor Ossiman is, is moving crazy. A game-changing opportunity. It is really yeah. game-changing. <laughs> Victor, he, what he's done is um, well he's not moving crazy but what's happened obviously I think Napoli have posted some videos their TikTok admins posted some videos which were almost offensive to Osimhen he took offence to it straight away and I can see why it was inappropriate and I think he has since then put out a statement he's gone to I think make a legal complaint against the club now and he's uh, also been th- you know things that he's taken off all his Napoli posts off his Instagram or most of them at least so Seems like something's happening. And look, I'm not saying that that's the reason why he'll leave Napoli ultimately, but it looks like he's coming to that stage of his career now. He's going to move on to a big move. The Premier League is the prime destination. And I know there's a certain person in this podcast that loves his name, loves to talk about all the time. So we'll go to Alex first instead. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Victor Osimhen. He's a player that I don't think will sign in January, by the way. I I put that out right now. It'll be very, very difficult to get that deal done. So negative, Babs. I'm not negative. I am realistic. So... Do you think it's worth waiting to the summer with all the rumours about Ivan Tony in January? Waiting to the summer and going all in for Victor Osimhen, or of course you have a different name. You know, there's some new names coming about nowadays. Cheshko's come out of nowhere. Obviously, you've got Evan Ferguson as well. But do you think of all the options available, is Osimhen our rice, the banker, the, the no-brainer, the one you can't, whatever Gary <laughs> Neville says? Well, it's never failed. Is that never you, failed. Are, you, are you actually asking me? You're surely going to George first. George, take it away. <laughs> God, George. He, he had to, I had to tease him. God. Banker, oh, God. no brainer. Um, Thanks for checking out the Canon Podcast. To hear the full episode, sign up as a YouTube member on this channel or go to patreon.com forward slash the Canon Pod. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.